0: This is another episode of Main Corpse. I am your host, Matt.
1: And I'm Kelsey.
0: This is Kelsey. We have got a story for you that's going to turn the stomach. All right, welcome back to Main Corpse. I'm
1: Matt. I'm Kelsey.
0: And today, we've got a treat. Uh, Kelsey's been... One, well, I, I'm going to throw this out there. Kelsey is the second person I know who's wanted to try this place. Brittany has been talking about it literally since the day it opened. like A year she, ago? Yeah, she has been talking about it since the day it opened. Um, and I have been very hesitant to try it because I generally don't love this type of food. Do you want to explain what we have here? Yeah,
1: so... Um, Cottage Cafe opened a year ago this week, and they are authentic Jamaican cuisine. I'm so excited. They have oxtail, which I personally have never tried. You had it in the Philippines, right?
0: Correct. I've I've had um, several dishes that had oxtail in them. Now, here's the thing. All the ones I tried were like a stew. This also looks like a stew. So it wasn't just like having pure oxtail. It was like just mm-hmm. oxtail with veggies and, and in it like a roux. I'm so excited. Um, this all looks was so good. Very good. Um, I'm gonna say this. I don't traditionally love Jamaican cuisine. However, I have never had it from like a traditional place before.
1: Um, I am a slut for jerk chicken.
0: I don't like, love jerk chicken. So uh, it's going to be odd for me. So the reason I asked you, I asked you for one thing to take me out of my comfort zone. One was their little hand pies here. Um, their patties. And the other thing I was hoping you would get would be the jerk chicken because I need to, I need to try something. I need to try. I need to do something different i need to try something that i generally don't like and give it an honest shot so i'm in i'm, I'm 100 so excited we've
1: got red beans and rice red beans and, and rice got are
0: amazing plain
1: rice with the jerk sauce on top mm-hmm. we've got like a cabbage mix we've got we oxtail yeah obviously the jerk chicken three different kinds of patties mm-hmm. plantains and i got their pineapple upside down cake which i am super excited about
0: and let's be real this is easily enough to feed four to five people
1: correct and
0: what we spent on this is not bad compared to no other i really today. so
1: when he gave me the price and i paid i was i bulked a little because i ordered two meals a couple of hand pies and a dessert mm-hmm. and like 50 bucks sounded like a lot correct. for like two meals it, it and did, a couple little things It did to me
0: too until i saw it
1: (laughs) until i saw how much there is and that's like that's absurd wait until when
0: you see this picture of these oxtails we i it's it's this is the the jerk chicken that you got has one of the biggest mounds of rice i've ever seen an entire side of cabbage and two big pieces of jerk chicken yeah Um, the red beans and rice is big enough to feed three people it's it's wild
1: yeah, I mean, yeah. honestly, if you're taking, like, really insane portions, it'd mm-hmm. be two.
0: Yeah. Like. Really, cr- you'd be very, you'd be sick, fool, with, yeah.
1: I mean, I, I don't know. It smells good enough. I think I'd be okay you with that. You think you'd
0: that. be all right? Okay. So, <laughs> where are we going to start? I'm going to let you pick. I know what we already, t- we, we talked about this right before we recorded. Okay, let's start so. with the
1: first patty. We'll okay. try, we'll do, we'll do that first, and then we'll try a side, maybe? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay, cool. Okay, it smells amazing. Is it beef? Do we think? No. Do we think this is the curry chicken or the Ooh, um, could be. jerk chicken?
0: We think it's amazing.
1: We think it's really good. That's not the texture I was expecting. And I love it. Mm. I love that texture.
0: Oh my. I wish I knew what flavor this was specifically so I could call it out. That's outrageous. That's really, really this good.
1: Is, this might be the jerk chicken. I, yeah, it, it doesn't might be. taste like curry to me.
0: Okay. That's real good. Okay, okay so what side do we want to try now
1: uh do we want to do the red beans and rice The plantain? Do, what do we want well, to do Can we
0: do the plantains and here's here's why again this is another thing i traditionally I have traditionally not
1: traditionally don't like plantains either so, so. give it a shot that's really good though like mm-hmm. as a palate cleanser it's a little bit sweet i think it could have been flattened a little bit better and made it crispier mm-hmm. but beyond that i like that's I my, wish it was
0: a little crispier. I agree with you. That's my only critique about it, though. It's freaking good. Mm-hmm. That's that's would I go in there and order a whole side of it? No. If, if it was sitting there, would I snack on it? Absolutely. I'm starting to think maybe I would like plantain chips. Mm-hmm. I've seen those around. That has a very very interesting flavor. Um, I shockingly like that.
1: I like that a lot, and it was a really nice. Like it took a lot uh-huh. of the heat from that um, yep. hand pie out. So. Agreed.
0: Yeah, because that hand pie, by the way, was mildly spicy. It wasn't crazy, but it was a little spicy.
1: This smells like curry. I think this, this is, is the, the curry. curry. chicken. Oh, yeah. I think you liked jerk chicken today.
0: I think I did too. That's definitely the curry.
1: Mm-hmm. And we are people who like curry. Mmm. Mmm. Listen to, oh, Listen to that. Oh my gosh. Mmm.
0: I would go out of my way to get this. This it's is not delicious. not that far out of your
1: way, my guy. It's no, right I next literally
0: to... buy it all the time. Yeah. That Aldi's right there is the one I always shop at. Mmm.
1: Mmm. 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 That is outstanding and those are those are pretty cheap
0: that's outrageous i'm gonna be stopping there and getting more of those uh wow that can we talk about their crust for a minute
1: um it's not super flaky but i think that's really nice it's almost more like a pate or a short dough i will
0: say when you get up to the crimped bits it does get a little bit flakier not super flaky but it gets a little i'm
1: just saying i like it because it you need something with that texture Mm -hmm. to like hold on to um this kind of center agreed i i like it i love it
0: i love this so far all
1: right red beans and rice red
0: beans and rice now i am a red beans and rice snob i love it what is the
1: flavor i'm getting where's the heat coming from there's a lot of heat at the back end of that i was thinking there was a little bit of sweetness in the front and Mm, a heat on the back okay i'm gonna
0: be can i be honest with you Mm -hmm. at first i was like this is incredibly bland
1: and my then, first thought was it needs a little bit of salt, but then it hits you. And then it
0: hits you. Oh,
1: it's good. Again,
0: can we say again? Literally, the perfect palate cleanser. Like it's just perfect. That yeah. is, holy crap, that's good. Yeah, I'm ge- guys. I'm genuinely shocked. I am. I'm telling you, I have my entire Brenny's life. Brittany's
1: gonna be such an asshole about this though, because she's <sighs> gonna be like, you know how long I've wanted to go, Matt.
0: Okay, so can I be honest with you? Yeah, this is the beef one. I can tell yes. just looking at it.
1: Because this, the other two were for sure chicken. Correct.
0: This is, this is the one that I have tried before from okay. other places, and I hated it.
1: What is with this specific cuisine and the surprise flavor? Like you take a bite of something and the flavor blooms in your mouth. Matt can't even talk. It's so good. Matt can't talk.
0: Brittany, I'm sorry. She is going to be super pissed when she finds out that I love this and we haven't gone until now.
1: If we're being fair... I just found out it existed, or we would have tried it way. I'm sorry, way sooner. I, have,
0: or... I have known, and I have. Um, and you knew
1: damn well I would want it. So.
0: Again, you're you're balking at the price. I have balked at just looking at the place, walking by. I'm like huh, there's no, we're driving by. There's no way that can be good. I am. What's their name again?
1: Uh, Cottage Cafe. Cottage Cafe. Um, owes you an apology.
0: I'm really, I'm genuinely sorry. Uh, your food is outstanding. It's outstanding. Mm-hmm. Your your food is outstanding. Yeah. I, I am I'm blown away right now.
1: All right, I'm going to attack this cabbage here. Yep,
0: I'm going to do the same. There's peppers in that, aren't there? Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Okay. Nice and crispy.
0: Mm-hmm. Trying to get a little bit more of it so I can get some of that cabbage flavor.
1: I think all of the flavor in this one is up front. Not a whole mm. lot of surprise flavor, which is great.
0: Can I tell you a huge pet peeve of mine? go for it when i go somewhere and i get a dish that has cabbage in it and it's mushy thank you does it kill you inside when it's mush i why do people cook their cabbage until it you could you could literally grind that into like mashed cabbage um and it has no texture it has no flavor people
1: like my husband don't like the crunchy parts
0: the crunchy parts are the best parts (laughs) it's not even close oh Okay. Um, can I, can I request that we go oxtail next? Absolutely. Okay. So um, I'm going to get a piece of this oxtail out of here. Let me find a nice meaty piece here.
1: I've never eaten oxtail, so I don't know anything about it. So there's a lot
0: of bone uh, in there. Okay. So you're going to have to be, be careful that you don't get a real hard bony bit. All of the meat has literally fallen off the bone. Dude, (laughs) this is so, this is so extra good. I mean, Oh dang. This is incredible.
1: I'm going to have to, like, dig through here and take all the bony pieces out so that it's safe for Millie to mm. go through.
0: <laughs> it's like a blackened pot roast is, <laughs> is kind of what it tastes like to me right now.
1: Yeah, that's actually, like, the best way I can describe it.
0: Yeah, it's... um, So, again, this is another one that, if, again, when you first try this, you're going to think they didn't spice this. And the spice sits on your palate and hits you after you've and eaten casually a couple blooms. pieces of it. Yeah. It is... You can tell somebody has put some real love into the spice blends that they use for this because it's complex. Um, it's it's complex. It's well. It's cooked literally like by the textbook way mm-hmm. you're supposed to cook this stuff.
1: And guys, um, let's talk about let's talk about them a little bit. Yeah, please. Because they have two employees, the owner and uh, the gentleman that works with her, and they are super nice super duper nice people um the owner started it like i said last year she only got a um second person an employee with her in july she's been doing this by herself so she was actually born and raised in jamaica until she was about seven
0: wow that's so cool yeah
1: and then she was adopted in the states and went back to jamaica every year where Mm -hmm. her mom was teaching her to cook oh wow and that's yeah that's really cool right One of the things that they're starting to launch, and I'm really excited to see, is um, they've got breakfast they're going to start doing every Wednesday and Friday. Okay. And that starts next week, which would be the first week of October. Okay. And then um, on Thursdays, they're going to have an all-you-can-eat buffet. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna catch you there on a Thursday. I'm gonna
0: go out on a limb here, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna say, um, that not only is this shocking, um, the quality of this food is some of the best I've ever had. Making this show, I, I, again, you can you can tell when someone cares about what they do. Whoever did this genuinely cares um, because this is really good. So we're digging into the rice right now that has the jerk chicken sauce on top of it.
1: I'm going to say it, Matt. That's the best thing I've ever had on the show. I'm sorry, Lunchbox. That
0: jerk chicken sauce... Is
1: out of this world.
0: I have been sleeping on jerk chicken.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Because I have never had... We haven't
1: even had the chicken yet.
0: Guys, that jerk sauce...
1: Like, I was so excited for the oxtail, and now I'm just, all I want is this chicken. You know,
0: did you see on there, did you see on there, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I, we're actually just having a friend conversation here. Did you see that they have a jerk chicken bowl?
1: I did, and I almost got it, but I got the meal because it came with, like, the little sides and stuff, I and want I wanted that, us to try those. I'm
0: going to get that bowl. I think I, you should. Co- cottage Cafe, that's their name? Mm-hmm. Cottage Cafe, I will, I will now be a regular. Do you um,
1: want leg or thigh? Um, I love
0: both, so if you have any preference...
1: Is. Yeah, I do. I do have a preference and it's anything uh, except a leg.
0: I love both. I like a leg because I can... Alright, let's do this.
1: I'm dying. This is so good. I came here ready to tell you the chicken was dry and it's not. Matt can't talk. It's so good.
0: Cottage Cafe, words can't describe how much I love you. I'm speechless. I'm blown away. I... I love everything we've had from them. This is so good. This is some of the best food I have ever had, period.
1: Listen, I said I was a slut for jerk chicken, and I meant it. Oh, my
0: God. This is unreal.
1: This is the best jerk chicken sauce I have ever Ever. had in my life.
0: Yeah, ever. I'm going to tear that chicken up here in a few minutes when I'm not recording. Um, Mm. Okay, so we only have one other thing to try, and it's their adorable, (laughs) adorable tiny little pineapple upside down cake
1: i mean it's the same size as you'd get if it was a slice i love this
0: yeah <laughs> I, no but i but see hold on, can i can i i like let me explain why i said that okay I would because love to hear. there's a slice but do you remember being a kid and you were like i just want a whole cake to myself and your parents would and make you a little one. cake and now you have one yeah like it's like living my dream uh right now so yep yeah, i'm gonna give this a shot
1: oh, smell it first I don't think we're going to save any for Michael and Brittany. <laughs> I don't think there's going to be any cake um, left.
0: 10 out of 10. This place is...
1: Oh, my God. You could smell the butter from the cake before you ever got it.
0: Can I Can I say something right now? And I'm uh, I'm not telling you to raise your prices.
1: Please don't. I don't need to afford them.
0: I would pay a $100 for what we just ate. This is
1: I'm tell them that.
0: so good. Mmm i'm gonna let you say it so i don't have to it's
1: just best, say it. and the best thing we ever had on this it show. is the
0: best thing we've ever had on this show and i i am not saying that lightly uh again lunchbox we we love you you we are still love you. you are literally also 10 out of 10
1: Let's this try. jerk chicken you can win me with a good dessert though like banana pudding apparently pineapple upside down cake
0: I'm gonna have to get this away from here. I am gonna eat all of it. Okay, so this is gonna go over here,
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: and I will get back to that here in a few minutes. Wow! Wow, that's so good. Yeah, uh, you you win uh, the 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 award as the best thing we've ever had on this show.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Like
0: not even I don't even I'm not even like stressed out saying that.
1: Like I'm so bummed I haven't eaten this
0: for a full year. Not only that, you like drive by it almost every day, right? Um, or at, cl- at least close to it.
1: I, I'm close to it. Um, I'm on the I'm on the highway by the time I drive yeah, by yeah. them.
0: Yeah, yeah. but you could get off there. And just I totally
1: could get there
0: and maybe get their breakfast.
1: Totally and a fun shout out. It's the same exit I have to get off of when I go to the Groove Cafe mm-hmm. that or coffee shop, whatever it is.
0: Yeah, we also love them. Oh, we do. Okay, so. Um, I, I don't even know how to segue into our story, so I'm just going to kind of uh, wrecking ball into it, because not only do we have uh, some of the best food we've ever had, uh, I, I have come to the table with my favorite true crime story ever. And I don't know if you've watched the documentary about this or not yet, but if you have, that's totally fine. Um, A lot of people know this story. I have gone back and forth about the right way to tell this story. So what I've decided to do is go very, very matter of fact with this story, because this story needs no extra pizzazz added on top of it or anything like that. I was going
1: to say horse
0: We're going to talk about Brian Wells. Have you heard the name Brian Wells? Yes. You know what this story is then? No. So Brian Wells was born in November of 1956 in Warren, Pennsylvania. Okay. When Wells was 16 years old as a sophomore, he dropped out of um, Erie, Pennsylvania's East High School and went to work as a mechanic. For the next 20 or 30 years, he... Um, for, from everything I've read, kind of bummed around uh, a little bit. He got um, he got odd jobs here and there, and by the time he um, he was significantly older in his late forties, early fifties, he got a job working at a pizza delivery place called Mama Mia's Pizzeria in Erie. Are you familiar with this story yet?
1: Not yet. I feel like I should be, but I'm not. Go ahead. You haven't watched the documentary yet? I have not. Thank God,
0: because your reaction to this is going to be real. So, Wells worked as a pizza delivery driver at Mama Mia's Pizzeria in Erie, Pennsylvania for about 10 years prior to the events um, that we're about to talk about. On August 28th, 2003, at approximately 1.30 p.m., just a little bit after, the pizzeria received a call from a payphone at a nearby gas station. The owner couldn't understand the customer and passed the phone over to Wells, who took the call um, to deliver two pizzas to 8631 Peach Street, an address a few miles from the pizzeria. The address was the location of a transmitting tower uh, for WSEE TV. Um, And it was down at the end of this dirt road that he was going to be delivering the pizza to. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar yet?
1: I'm not. I think you and I both know. You'll know the minute I know what we're talking about.
0: About two hours after he went to deliver the pizzas, he hadn't returned yet. Mm Mm-hmm. And some people turned on the news. Oh, no. And saw him sitting behind a cop car with a bomb strapped around his neck. Oh, shoot. And he had just robbed a bank. Okay. Do you know the story yet? Vaguely. According to Wells' family, during the delivery, he was accosted at gunpoint by strangers and forced to participate in a plot that would become... They call it one of the strangest... Let, let's just call it like it is. The strangest crime in FBI history. The details of the events at the tower that led to the crime itself are hotly disputed. But what we do know for a fact is that when he arrived to deliver the pizza, a bomb was attached to his neck and he was sent on a scavenger hunt, unlike anything we have ever seen. This is literally a story out of a comic book. This is a story out of a James I Bond feel, movie.
1: I feel like I've seen this recreated in current television. Um, the Batman
0: literally has someone with a bomb around their neck. Remember that? I do. Um, and 30 Minutes or Less, the comedy film, is mm-hmm. literally based on this story.
1: Okay, yeah. I think that's actually what I'm thinking of.
0: Yep. According to
1: law enforcement
0: reports, Wells participated in planning a bank robbery the day before this happened. Um, and was aware of the complex plot, um, and he believed that when he got to the rendezvous point, mm-hmm. he would have a fake bomb placed around his neck, but it was it would kind of serve as a, as, a, as a device to get him out of trouble if he was caught. Two witnesses confirmed that Wells talked about the robbery about a month before it occurred, Wells was seen leaving one of the conspirators houses on the day before the incident. The investigators believed he participated in a rehearsal that evening prior to going home and getting some sleep.
1: This man has no idea how to be subtle
0: to be safe here to cover our bases. Let's talk really quickly because according to the FBI, he was involved in planning this according Mm -hmm. to his family. He had absolutely nothing to do with it. Um, and his friends dispute his involvement with the robbery. According to them, Wells was simply accosted at gunpoint and forced to wear the bomb. Jessica Hoopsick, um, a woman who well who was Wells's friend, um, and also uh, from what I can understand, a prostitute who worked with him on several occasions, confessed that she set Wells up to participate in the crime by providing his name and delivery schedule to one of the conspirators in exchange for money and drugs. She said... Um, he had no knowledge of the robbery. Now, this information was only, to my understanding, provided in 2018 when the Netflix documentary Evil Genius was made. Okay. But the FBI thoroughly researched this. And they, and from my understanding, they do not seem to believe this story. Um, now, why she would say this, I don't know. She could be telling the truth. We really don't know. That's okay. what's wild about this
1: So was he, was he known to be relatively gullible?
0: Not to my understanding. Um, They said he was a nice guy. Um, he, he just, he just kind of, kind of went along with, with stuff at work. He was easy to work with. Um, everything I understand about him, he was, he was very mild mannered. Um, now again, you got to think someone who dropped out of high school, Mm -hmm. um, who had done odd jobs and was now in his late forties, early fifties, working as a pizza delivery driver. He may look at something and say, is there a way for me to do better is there a way for me to make a future for myself? And if he sees something as a chance for easy cash, he might take it. I'm not saying he did. I'm saying he might. Um, just throwing that out there. Now, before we get into to the whole story and what happened, let's talk a little bit about the folks who set all of this up. There's a couple names we need to know. Um, the names would be Kenneth Barnes, Marjorie Dill Armstrong, who will become very big in this later on, and William Rothstein. Mm-hmm. They met up at Kenneth Barnes's home and they discussed ways that they can make money. Um, Dill Armstrong suggested that Barnes kill her father, Harold Dill, so she would receive an inheritance. Barnes told her um, that he was willing to kill her father for $250,000. Um the collar bomb bank robbery plot was actually hatched to obtain the money to pay Barnes <laughs> to kill her father. So they were trying to get the $250,000 to pay someone to kill her father so she would get a large inheritance. This is when Wells was brought in according to investigators. Mm-hmm. So again, the three met, they discussed ways to make money. Uh she said, "Kill my dad," and he said, "Pay me 250,000." So they said, "Well, let's find a way to rob a bank, get $250,000, I'll pay you, and then I'll get my inheritance." That's where we're at. According to the FBI, they now needed a patsy.
1: And this guy was just dumb enough to work. Possibly. According
0: to law enforcement, upon arriving at the television tower, Wells found that the plot had changed and learned that the bomb was real. Okay. The bomb around his neck, Kelsey, was 100% real. They, they actually strapped a bomb around his well, neck. Well,
1: yeah, because it's easier to just make the bomb than to fake a bomb.
0: So, um according to investigators and law enforcement wells found that the plot had changed and learned that the bomb was real this is odd to me and i'm going to get into why here in just a moment because i don't necessarily believe they told him it was real um and i'm going to explain why
1: what did what was wells going to get out of this
0: um i don't know how much they were going to give him how much they were going to pay him i don't know
1: like here's here's my issue with the Mm -hmm. whole thing they have to rob a bank to pay the one person who was stopped who was talking to her about ways to make money. Correct. Um, Wells doesn't seem like he comes out with anything at this point.
0: Um, I don't know what they promised him. So I don't know if the deal was get me the 250000 and then when I get however much money from the inheritance, you get part of that. I- I'm not sure.
1: So here's my, my issue with that. Yes. Her buddy that's working with her isn't going to kill her dad until the money is up front. Mm-hmm. I just feel like there's a hole here.
0: Oh, there's all sorts of holes in their logic. And you're about to hear a great big old hole in their logic here in just a couple minutes. I love that. Um, Okay. So, again, according to law enforcement, Wells found out the plot had changed when he actually showed up to have what he thought was going to be a fake bomb attached to him. I don't think he knew it was real um according to law enforcement they told him it was real um now this is coming from them but there's something that happens later in the story that tells me he did not know it was real until much later which makes this all the more sad to me because i I honestly feel bad for wells i i I really really do um and i'm going to explain why here in just a minute Um, so the details of the events at the tower that led to the bomb being attached to his neck have never been firmly established. You have Mm -hmm. multiple people who were there, multiple people who have their own reasons for telling their own version of the story. So I don't know that we'll ever actually hammer down what really happened there, but evidence suggests there was a struggle and that Barnes, uh, Dale Armstrong, um, and Rothstein, uh, were all present at the time. Okay. Um, and they... Put the bomb on his neck. Um, In interviews by law enforcement, um, some people who were involved in this claim um, that Stockton was the one who put the bomb around Wells' neck. Uh, When Wells discovered that the bomb was real, uh, Barnes said a pistol was fired to force Wells' compliance. So apparently they told him, according to them, it's real, and fired a pistol to let them know we'll
1: kill you if you don't go through with this. I don't see why they needed to fire the pistol. I know that I'm yeah. like poking holes in this story. Again,
0: I think they're lying and I'm going to explain why. Because there's one thing that happens in this story that will poke a giant hole in it. Okay? Because let me ask you an honest question. If you knew that you had a real bomb strapped around your neck, 100% verifiable, would you be scared to fucking death?
1: Yes, probably. However, yes. I'm one of those people that can put things in compartments. Mm-hmm and i wouldn't be scared until
0: later gotcha so i'm gonna ask you here in a little bit if you would do something if you had been if you had known you had a real bomb around your neck i'll I'll get to that in just a moment
1: we might have to keep in mind that i was an emo kid and like my expiration dates passed
0: gotcha okay (laughs) um so they claim they fired a gun to get him moving Um, And after uh, the bomb was applied, Wells was given a sophisticated, homemade shotgun, um, which had the appearance of an unusually shaped cane. So can I show you a couple pictures really quick that are going to go up with this? Because now that we're so far into this, I want to give you a couple little snippets here to kind of give you an idea of what's going on here. First of all, I would like you to see the device that was placed around his neck. We have actual pictures of it. We are going to share it so everybody can see it. It's going to go up with the episode. Is that plastic? Um, It is metal. Okay. Yeah, it's metal. Um, And then I would like to show you the cane that was made. Um, It is very sophisticated. It's actually shockingly well made. Somebody in this group was was actually very good at what they did.
1: Somebody has been planning this for a very long time.
0: There is a picture of the actual cane. So I showed you the handle so you can get it up this close view of It like a other. Bond villain thing. It, it literally feels like something out of a James Bond or a Batman movie, doesn't it? I mean, yeah, doesn't I mean, it? Yeah. By the way, this is a picture of Wells from his driver's license. Okay. Okay. Just wanted to show you all of that so that we can um, sort of get to this next piece because this is where things are going to get relatively interesting not that they're not there say yet. they're not
1: interesting yet so um
0: Wells was instructed to claim that um, some black men had forced the bomb on him and were holding him as a hostage mm-hmm. that will come up again later on a mm-hmm. bunch of old white people definitely came up with this plan um, inside Wells's car police actually found nine pages of bizarre handwritten instructions addressed to bomb hostage. Directing Wells to rob a bank. Um, Then uh, the instructions also included a full-blown scavenger hunt for him to follow after he had robbed the bank, listing a series of strictly timed tasks of collecting keys that would delay detonation and eventually defuse the bomb. The pages warned Wells uh, would be under constant surveillance and any attempts to contact authorities would result in the bomb's detonation and it said act now, think later or you will die. Um, scrawled at the bottom of the instructions. So not only did they send him to the bank to rob it, then they gave him a list of scavenger hunt items where he had to go and find keys to defuse the bomb around his neck.
1: And you said these were timed?
0: Correct. All So of it was what timed. was
1: their backup plan if um something were to happen and say, I don't know, he's... Doing his thing, and um, he gets stuck in traffic.
0: So according, ac- so he would just die. And according to what I can can ascertain from this, one of the one of the early scavenger hunt items would be where to leave the money. That way, they would still get the money if he were to die. So get that they they came up with this idea: rob the bank. That was
1: actually pretty. Give smart. us the
0: money, and then go do these tasks to disarm the bomb around
1: your neck. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, um, it's a and then thing. I yeah,
0: gotcha. Wells was instructed to quietly enter a PNC Bank um, at Summit Town Center on Peach Street in Erie and give the teller a note demanding two hundred and fifty thousand um, dollars, mm. and to use his shotgun to threaten anyone who did not cooperate or attempted to flee. This is where I want to bring up: this shotgun was functional. It was loaded. It was ready to be used. He was actually instructed to kill people with a cane shotgun if they didn't comply. Um, whoever, whoever planned this, b- besides the glaring plot holes here, um, was actually pretty intelligent to be able to put some of these these devices together. It's, it's actually pretty insane.
1: I'm so baffled by the fact that this is a thing that exists. It really happened. This, yeah, no,
0: this, I believe yeah, you. This 100% <laughs> happened. Uh, upon entering the bank at 2.30 p.m., mm-hmm. Wells slid a note to the teller. The note stated that the bomb would explode in 15 minutes and that the full amount must be handed over within that time. By the way, there is no evidence that the bomb would actually explode in 15 minutes. It, it did take a longer that. It was just a threat. Um, just want to make that very clear. The teller was unable to access the vault that quickly, um and gave Wells a bag containing just $8,702 with which he promptly exited the bank. He didn't even check to see how much money he had on him.
1: So we know for a fact that this man we have to know that this man wasn't actually involved in the planning of this because I have questions. Why on earth would they call and order a pizza? Is he mm-hmm. the only pizza guy that's working there? At what time was it? Lunchtime? Because it's now two thirty p.m. Got it. So it's lunchtime at a pizza place. Mm-hmm. He's the only driver.
0: You don't think he was involved in this?
1: I don't. I don't think he was involved.
0: You may tell you something.
1: Yeah. Was he involved? Really? At
0: 2.38, a witness called 9 from the bank and reported a male leaving with a bomb or something wrapped around his neck. This is the first known emergency call for the incident. According to the witnesses at the bank, after entering the bank, Wells waited in line. When he reached the counter, he began sucking a lollipop while he waited. He grabbed himself a lollipop, leaned casually, and started sucking on the lollipop. Um, he appeared. Right, I should have listened. He appeared very confident as he left the bank, swinging his cane gun um, and the bag of money like Charlie Chaplin. Not only,
1: as well as the genius behind these items. Not
0: only was he involved, according to everything the FBI found. Um, he did not know that was a real bomb around his neck. Who would act like that with a real bomb around their neck? Um he didn't know that was a real bomb. There's no way.
1: I mean like if he was a psychopath behind it maybe
0: but I, I I genuinely think that he I don't really know. I think he's a
1: Batman villain now. This I, had he had all me on his out. side and now I'm I'm very betrayed uh, by that. Uh huh.
0: Yeah, because it it was it, it all felt that way at first uh, to me as well. Um, I don't think they told him it was a real bomb. Um, when did
1: he find out?
0: I think he found out when he was captured by police, which we'll get to here in just a moment. My God. Yeah, because the police apparently started taking a look at it, and they backed up immediately, and within a few minutes. He was getting very nervous, and we know this because there's actual video footage of everything that happened. Around 15 minutes later, after Wells left the bank, he had completed the first task, and he was proceeding with the second task when police saw him standing outside his automobile and promptly arrested him, handcuffed him, and left him sitting on the ground in the parking lot. Was Wells, it the part of
1: the plan for him to get caught? No.
0: Okay. Wells said three unnamed black people had placed a bomb around his neck provided him with the shotgun and told him they would kill him unless he committed the robbery and completed several other tasks the responding officers after visually inspecting the device um did not try to disarm it instead focusing on clearing the immediate area of pedestrians and ensuring that wells could not detonate the device um i am going to warn you against going and watching the footage of this Um, I'm going to tell you that when the footage first starts, you see a man who is very confident that nothing is going to happen to him. And the closer the event that we're going to talk about in a moment gets, the more panicked he gets when he realizes that the police have realized the bomb around his neck is absolutely real. Not only that, after the events that we're about to talk about and they got the collar, they found that whoever had built it had deliberately ran wires through it to keep anyone from being able to disarm it. They had all sorts of wires that did not belong there randomly running through it so anyone from a bomb squad looking at it would not be able to tell which ones to cut to disarm it. It's one of the most insanely elaborate and cruel things I have ever heard. The other thing that I'm going to go ahead and tell you now is, well, let's get to it. Because this is this is wild. Um, so they got everybody around mm-hmm. out of the way. Mm-hmm. and then uh, so basically um, they cleared out the immediate area and try and did their best to ensure that there was no way for wells to detonate the device or anything like that just just to make sure that he wasn't going to try to like you know suicide bomb anyone. The bomb squad was first called at 304, at least 30 minutes later after the first 911 call at the bank, and about 10 minutes after Wells was arrested. Um, at 318, three minutes before the squad arrived, the bomb detonated and blasted a fist size hole in Wells' chest, killing him in seconds. Traffic congestion in the area delayed the bomb squad arrival, but personnel from the ATF still considered their response appropriately quick. In the moments leading up to it happening, uh, there is video footage of him uh, pleading for someone to help him, saying, I don't have much time, because he had realized the bomb around his neck was absolutely real.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Not only that, there was never any way to disarm that bomb. Had he done the tasks, there was nothing that could have been done. It was on on a basic (sighs) kitchen timer there was no way to save him he was going to die whoever had done this wanted to silence him because he was involved
1: well silence him and keep him from getting a share of anything correct oh my god um Erie's
0: abc affiliate affiliate broadcast the event live on air but did what? not show the moment of detonation due to a technical problem well thank god the station provided the footage to the fbi um abc's head office and sister station in buffalo new york um the footage was subsequently leaked to a shock jock on the station dc 101 um a radio station outside of washington dc who posted it on their website in september of
1: 2003 um that is the most early 2000s thing we've ever done on this podcast although they
0: subsequently removed the video um by then It had been posted to numerous video sharing websites, and the genie was out of the bottle, so to speak. There was no way to get it back
1: in. No shit.
0: Um, If you go look him up, please be very careful about what you watch. And I'm not just talking to you, I'm talking to our listeners. There are people who have made gifts out of this event. (gasps) Um, and it is disturbing to say the least. Um, so please avoid it. Uh, I did accidentally see it. I do not like videos like that. Um, and I, I, do not, um, want you guys to do that. It is, uh, it is not a snuff film because it wasn't shot deliberately to show someone dying, but it is about the closest you can get. If you want to know what a snuff film is, we have a previous episode where we talked about that. Um, funny thing is we are nowhere near done with this. So let's continue though. The note. Claimed Wells would gain extra time for each key he found. Police later traveled the notes route um, and determined that there was no way that it could be completed in the allotted time, implying that Wells um, would See, not have had enough time. See, that's the
1: part of the time. story I remember.
0: Yeah, he would have never had enough time. Um, the collar of the bomb was still intact, so authorities were actually forced to decapitate Wells's head from his body um, to retrieve the device. Who these people who set him up literally set him up to die. There was no way to get that off of his neck.
1: Have these people been caught? Like,
0: every single one of them. Good. In April 2005, Dale Armstrong told state troopers um, that she had information about Wells' case, and after meeting with FBI agents, she would tell them everything she knew if she was transferred. um, At this point, she was in prison for killing someone, by the way. They had found a body in a freezer. Um, I don't have time to get into that, or this story would be way too long. Um, But she wanted to be transferred from the... uh, if she was transferred from the Muncie Correctional Institution to a minimum security prison in Cambridge Springs during a series of interviews, she admitted to providing the kitchen timers used in the bomb, um, stated Rothstein mast- masterminded the plot, um, and that Wells had been directly involved in the plan. Um, in late 2005 Barnes, um, who was in jail on an unrelated drug charge was turned in by his brother-in-law after revealing details of the crime to him. On September 3rd of 2008, Barnes pleaded guilty to conspiracy to rob a bank and aiding and abetting. On December 3rd of that year, he was sentenced to 45 years in prison by a federal judge in Erie for his role in the crime. Um, Barnes's sentence was later reduced after he testified against who they have determined was the main point of contact in all of this. The mastermind behind all of it, which was uh, Dale Armstrong, the one who wanted her father killed. So she initially admitted that she was involved in it, tried to play it off on somebody else. Then um, Barnes turned on her um, to get his sentence reduced to 22.5 years for testifying against her. In July of 2007, U.S. Attorney Mary Beth Buchanan announced Dill Armstrong and Barnes had been charged with the crime. Um, with Dill Armstrong as the mastermind behind all of Is this. Is she the one who built all this stuff? Um, She was the one who planned it all.
1: Okay. Um, who built all this stuff?
0: I don't know.
1: Do they have a job with the armed forces now? Um, I bet they, they do. They
0: probably should uh, because it was wild. I but mean, who would have thought of running I bet they're out like- the fake wires through it to, to throw people off? I would have never thought you- of that. I can admit it. <laughs>
1: I bet you it's somebody who um, worked with explosives in the military. Had to be, had to be somebody who did yeah. um, So uh,
0: at this point, um, one of the people who had worked with this was uh, was actually deceased from a form of cancer, and that was Mr. Rothstein. Um, and they were, uh, uh, both Rothstein and Wells were named as unindicted co-conspirators after enough evidence was gathered. Um, that's not very
1: nice. That man got
0: blown up. Buchanan stated Wells had been involved in the plot from the beginning and that his co-conspirators fitted him with a real bomb that would have exploded even if it were removed. Um, there, there was, he was going to die they they literally sent him out to die um and they they did it so that so that it would be one less person to talk and one less person to get any of the money so your answer is i don't know what they promised him but whatever it was they never had planned no on intention
1: it i you know what i'm wondering if they didn't just promise him a cut and didn't actually promise him anything
0: yeah maybe solid maybe Um, on November 1st, 2010, um, Armstrong was convicted of armed bank robbery, conspiracy to commit armed bank robbery and using a destructive device in a crime on February 28th, 2011. She was sentenced to life in prison. Um, November of 2012, the court of appeals for the third council affirmed her conviction. And in January of 2013, she attempted to take it all the way to the Supreme court who denied her petition, declining to hear her case. And finally in 2015, she lost her second appeal. Um, and she later died in prison.
1: Oh, what a shame.
0: Um, this is one of the craziest things I have ever heard. It's definitely the craziest thing I have ever covered. Um, and to me, here, here's why at Did the beginning Did anyone ever
1: of this, take her dad out?
0: I don't know. Um, at the beginning of this, I said that I felt bad for Wells. And here's why. Um, again, you can you can see that, again, he, he obviously didn't have any money. Um, he obviously uh, was not... He was obviously a very trusting, naive person to fall in with this crowd, mm. and they fitted him with a bomb, um, and and he thought he was just part of the the group, and he was going to go out and rob the bank, and he was going to go home, and eventually he'd get his money, and he would be good to go, uh, and he's so bummed out for him, and he didn't get any of it. Uh, he he got. They nothing. had no
1: intention of ever giving it to him, that's the worst part.
0: Because I'll be honest with you, had they put a fake bomb on his neck mm-hmm. and they had gotten away with this, this would be the greatest heist in in history.
1: Yeah, it for would sure. be
0: amazing. Um, but the way it all went down, someone who was, uh, from from what I can tell, a fairly naive person that just went to work every day fell in with the wrong group and he got something I don't know that he deserved. I don't think he ever planned on hurting anyone. I don't think he planned on being a part of that. Um I don't think a man with a bomb strapped around his neck would be acting like Charlie Chaplin and having a sucker while he waited in line. I don't think he knew that bomb was real until near the end. I don't think so either. Um so with that in mind uh, again, please avoid, uh, or if you want to see it, you can go watch it. Avoid um, Googling too much about him as far as images go because you will unfortunately have to see this um, because it pops up in gifts and you can't stop them um, on Google. It just goes. Uh, so, you know, at least have your safe search turned on or something like that if you go to look at it. Um, and here is the last picture I'll show you. This is a picture of him with the bomb around his neck in the bank carrying the shotgun cane. So that is all I have today. Um, I'm sorry to bring everything down with kind of a bummer of a story here, Um, but I I believe this is this is a story that uh, that will probably never go away because of how wild this was and how it literally feels like something that that is directly out of pop culture. It's out of a comic book. You know what I mean? Like it's not. This is not something that happens in real life.
1: Except it is.
0: Except it did. All right. That's all I have. Do you have any final thoughts on this one before we go?
1: You know what? It's always fun when you get to be the person who's being a bummer. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it's always nice to see you.
0: at the end of the day, at the end of the day... Aren't we all just a bummer? You lie down with dogs. You wake up with fleas. I get that. I still can't help but feel bad for him.
1: I don't know that he knew his... Because I I have a feeling that he thought they were just his friends, and he was one of those individuals that's extremely easy to manipulate. And they saw that and used it.
0: I'm afraid that you're right. All right, so that's everything I have. So stay creepy and don't trust anyone. uh, Ever. To put a bomb around your neck.
1: Don't, don't. You know what? Just stop. Just don't trust anyone. Don't trust anyone. And stay creepy. Stay creepy, you weirdos.